Are you seeking a lucrative side hustle? The Alpha Beta Report is your golden ticket. They've cracked the code on turning humble accounts into towering assets. You can get educated, get empowered, and let your money work wonders. Dive in at alphabetareport.com. That's alphabetareport.com. And thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for their support and financial contributions to make this happen. 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show, Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of the Ohio Press Network. Delighted to join you, honored to join you. And right now, I'm joined on the phone by State Senator Andrew Brenner. Senator Brenner, thank you for making time for us this afternoon. I appreciate it. Not a problem, Jack. Glad I could be here. It's a beautiful afternoon. It is. It's like uh, Indian summer. I don't know if that's a politically incorrect thing to say anymore, but um, hey, first things first, Buckeyes won, Browns won. What win was more impressive to you? Well, I was at the Buckeye game, so that was impressive, I think, but uh, I missed the last two minutes of the Browns game, so I missed the actual win. Uh, I was listening to it. Um, yeah, it was. I, I think the fact that both won, it was almost the uh, apocalypse there. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, I, I would agree. It's like I'm weekend, all that happening. Yeah, it's an exciting weekend. Um, hey, uh, but you know, Monday came and uh, with it, news and politics and business as usual. Yep. One of the things, though, um, that came was a story, and it actually, I believe, happened on Friday, um, but it was reported on Monday that Franklin, a Franklin County judge, I believe it was Judge Fry, said, uh, "No, we're not going to stop." the rollout of the Department of Education and Workforce. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, basically the magistrate uh, recommended uh, specifically that the uh, Department of Education and Workforce uh, proceed, that there wasn't really any dire consequence for uh, holding it back and preventing it. I think the magistrate even recommended the fact that uh, we had also created a new cabinet-level position uh, for early childhood in the state budget, and clearly nobody protested that. There wasn't a, a lawsuit and complaint, and uh, this and that was a brand new agency uh, yep. that combined several agencies together. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the magistrate said that the, the the judge ruled that yes, you can go ahead and implement the Department of Education and Workforce. It does not stop the lawsuit. The lawsuit will still proceed through the courts, but this means the uh, department can go ahead and start getting organized. And Friday afternoon, they appointed an interim uh, director of the department of Jessica Voltolini. Uh, she is uh, an attorney who's uh, worked for both the Kasich administration uh, as well as now the DeWine administration on education policy matters. And uh, she knows her stuff for it, and I think we'll do it fine as an interim uh, superintendent. I believe the governor now is he can proceed to interview permanent candidates and then put a request uh, to the you know the Senate for uh, to uh, basically approve his his nominee. And I know we've been in communicate with the governor's office over that matter as to who we would like to see, and I think that they've taken that into consideration. And uh, we will should hopefully get a good candidate here soon that will take over the department. Once the uh, head of the Department of Education and Workforce is appointed, uh, that person will then recommend uh, the heads of the, the two sub-directors, which will also need to be confirmed by the uh, Senate. Excellent. So you still have a lot of weighing in to do on these matters. By the way, I'm talking with State Senator Andrew Brenner. 
Uh, he is chairman of the Senate Education Committee, uh, which is why we're talking about the Department of Education and Workforce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the interesting – the case is still live, so things will be decided. But a couple things. Um, one of the legal arguments of the radical Democrats who brought this lawsuit is that there's more than one law here. So – uh, it'll be interesting to see if the court decides that's the case because that would eliminate any future omnibus bills, which I don't see happening. Um, but then they also kind of seem to hint that what the complainants argued that if the Department of uh, State Board of Education is wrecked, so to speak, or revamped, that it would cause confusion and chaos. And the court said, no, we're not going to we're not going to stay that based on on those things. It almost seemed like they were saying that they, they didn't really have a standing, like there wasn't an issue that was ripe for adjudication. How do you see this playing out? I don't want to ask you to pray, play prognosticator, but do you think this will be favorable for Department of Education and Workforce Development? In the end, yes. I, I believe that uh, it, even if it gets appealed, my guess is the appeals would go uh, the way of the uh, governor's office and that this would become uh, – the law will be able to be carried out uh, and their their lawsuit will eventually uh, lose in the courts. Well, let's talk uh, about – again. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You go. Uh, well, again, uh, this this lawsuit was also the same law firm that filed the suit uh, stopping the uh, – uh, implementation of structured literacy, which was phonics. So I, and it was the same language. So I see that one eventually getting, uh, I think the state will win on that as well. Yes. And uh, quickly on that one, because I want to pivot to one other point. Uh, but the, the firm that brought the lawsuit essentially is a firm that's going to be crowded out. And what I see is they're trying to protect their brand and their intellectual property, property and revenue stream. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the the bottom line is the science behind the effectiveness of what they're selling has been debunked. You and I talked last week that there's a podcast, and I revealed last week, interestingly enough, one of the board members uh, of on on the Reading Recovery Board, which is the group that is uh, objecting to the structured literacy implementation in Ohio, is uh, Antoinette Miranda. And uh, Senator Brenner, tell us who Ant- Antoinette Miranda is. Well, Antoinette Miranda is a member of the state school board. She's one of the elected uh, members of the board. Uh, she is also a, an employee of the Ohio State University, and she's also on the board of Rating Recovery, the company that filed the lawsuit against uh, the uh, state of Ohio uh, for going to structured literacy. And Rating Recovery is the one that does not do structured literacy. That's so right. It's, That's right. They, yeah, they, it's they... just, Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. I, you know, I, I saw that. I thought, okay, well, and by the way, the fact that she's an Ohio State employee, that's relevant because Ohio State was a big pusher of uh, Reading Recovery stuff over the past couple of decades. So she's a board member of Reading Recovery, uh, an Ohio State employee. And, and to me, I'm not saying that this is not Hoyle. This is not the law. But I'm saying it, to me that raises a little bit of a flag that maybe we should be looking into. Is there a conflict of interest? Is there an ethical inquiry there that ought to be made? Um, what are your, you maybe don't want to weigh in on that, but what do you think? Yeah, I'm not, I probably won't weigh in on that, but I, I will say that, you know, I'm a member of the general assembly and she's one member of a 19 member board. So, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I, I would say that's something that, you know, she would need to talk to her ethics people about. Right on. Um, so, Senator Brenner, um, what else do you want to talk about this morning? Did you have another topic that you wanted to cover? You, thank you for, by the way, unpacking. Well, I, yeah, no, I, I think that we've got an election coming up. Yep. And 
you know, we were just talking, I was just talking to some staffers earlier this morning. I'm downtown today with meetings. We have education committee to discuss, you know, trying to require schools to teach their kids. <laughs> and um, we've got a star rating system. But Columbus Public, East Cleveland, some of these school districts that are, if you look at their academic passage rates, are so abysmally bad, yet we've given them a two-star rating in the overall rating in the report card. I don't think they're, they're two-star worthy, but that's the way the system is. So that leads to the question, okay, if you really want to have proper oversight over your schools, you need to elect people who are at the local level, who understand the schools, who live in the school district, who have kids in the schools, who have a vested interest to see that they improve. Because we at the state house can improve and pass any and all laws that we want, but if they're not enforced at the local level, if local school boards don't oversee and ask the right questions, it doesn't matter. That's right. So it is vitally important that people get out to vote this November. And if you see negative ads against uh, candidates, and I know the uh, the teachers unions are dumping in a bunch of money going yep. after About local 15 seconds, Andy. school boards. Go ahead. Support those local candidates. Do your homework. They, they're the ones who have oversight over your schools. Couldn't say it any better. State Senator Andrew Brenner, thanks for carving out time for us this afternoon on The Bruce Woolley Show. Thank you. Brian Lorenz next. Welcome back to The Bruce Woolley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, filling in for Bruce. I'm editor-in-chief of The Ohio Press Network. You can find us at theohiopressnetwork.com. I want to bring in right now a Delaware County Republican. He's a state representative from Powell, and uh, he was appointed to fill the unexpired term of Chris Jordan, uh, who died unexpectedly last year uh, for the 60th House District. And this is the first time I've had a chance to talk to State Representative uh, Brian Lorenz. Brian, welcome to the Bruce Willie Show. How are you this afternoon, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot, Jack. I'm a big fan, and I uh, appreciate uh, you giving me a few minutes to come online with you. Absolutely. Uh, well, there's a lot going on in Ohio. Uh, we have goings on at the State House. We have an election with Issue 1, Issue 2, and maybe more importantly, school board races. Um, I'm going to give you the pick of the litter here. What do you want to make sure that we cover today? Well, I I think there's a lot of things that are going on uh, that are of the utmost importance. Obviously, to me, issue one Mm -hmm. is a big, uh, you know, number one issue uh, here in Delaware County and all over the state. I have triplet girls. Uh, Not a lot of people know that. Uh, But we, uh, you know, had some tough times. My wife's a real superstar. Uh, through her pregnancy with them. And it was kind of touch and go. And so for me, it's more of a moral issue. Yep. Uh, and some of the decisions that, you know, we were faced with along the way. And, and, and thank God, and, you know, that we, we um, you know, hung in there. We have three beautiful, healthy, wonderful uh, girls that are, you know, going to be outstanding uh, contributors to society. And so, you know, for me, I'm really passionate about that as a Catholic and uh, as a pro-life person. So I, I would just really encourage everybody to take a look at that and, and just kind of, you know, take a look at your values and, and, and support life 
it's yeah. it's such a wonderful and a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, well, but, real quick uh, on that, real quick on that, I want to I want to point out because I haven't said this today. There are a lot of women, even even in the Republican Party, who think, you know what, I want to have the right to a legal, a safe, but rare, in a rare instance, abortion. Issue one is none of those things. It, it, right. it eliminates safeguards. It, it would allow abortion well past the time a child can feel pain and for matters of eh, convenience, really. I mean, are you shocked that the press isn't reporting that more? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but you know, not so much. Okay, you know how it is. I do, I do. Go ahead. And so you had yeah. you had something else you wanted to share. Go on. Well, I think one of the biggest challenges that we're looking at, you know, short term right now, especially here in Delaware County, is property taxes. Yes. Uh, with the new valuations, and how are we responding to that? What are we doing in the House and in the Senate? Um, to help alleviate that. Delaware County is one of, um, I want to say, maybe 13 counties that is subject to a a one-year look on the assessment. And i got to tell you, I'm getting calls from senior citizens, uh, you know, people all over Olentangy, um, all over Powell, Delaware, uh, and Dublin, and uh, Shawnee Hills. Brian, I'm so concerned my property taxes are going up X. What can you guys do about it? And so, you know, I was really happy um, and uh, really uh, wanted to chew into that and get involved. And so we we were able to pass uh, HB 187, which there's every year on a rotating basis, um, the the uh, the the state uh, auditor will pick counties and then assess them on one year and instead of the three year. And so what we were able to do was pass legislation and hopefully, uh, well, it's in the Senate and hopefully mm-hmm. they'll hear that before the end of the year to try and smooth that spike out on property taxes. I think that's our biggest issue up here. How do we address, you know, taking care of folks that have been in homes for 40, 50 years, yeah. especially those that are on fixed incomes yep. uh, and, and just allowing them to stay, age in place. Uh, that's a real big th- thing for me. So, um, you know, that's one of the things that uh, I think is probably our biggest hot button issue right now here in Delaware County. Absolutely. And uh, it looks like that. Yes, that is in the Senate. I don't know that uh, if Huffman has put that into a committee yet, but it is uh, House Bill 187, and uh, it deals with property taxes. Uh, about two minutes here. Um, mm-hmm. So you are uh, representing a district that includes three major school districts, uh, Delaware City, Olentangy Local School District, and Buc- uh, Buckeye Valley Schools. Uh, combined, about $126 million is going into those districts because of your support for uh, the state operating budget, which is fantastic. Uh, now they have the money. They just need the people to <laughs> make sure the money's being spent the right way. Is there anything that you want to say about any of those local school board races in your area? You know, I just um, would encourage everybody to take a look at all the candidates that are that are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I was listening to what Senator Brenner had to say before he, I came on with you and I, I share his sentiments. You know, we make the having been an official at the local level for over 13 years on council with Powell and as the mayor's pal, you know, you make the biggest difference 
at that local level. And just, you know, investigate and vet out the people that uh, align with your philosophies uh, and, uh, you know, go with those folks. Um, spending is out of control. Everyone <laughs> is competing for dollars. You know, I mentioned HB 187. Some of the school districts will criticize because that'll that'll take away from their districts when, in fact, you know, we talk about the 20 mil floor and it doesn't affect it in any way, shape or form. So I, I just encourage everybody to do their homework and, uh, you know, just be proactive in your investigation. Absolutely. And, and you're not going to say this. I will, though. Uh, if <laughs> if existing members are tied heavily to uh, teacher unions and they're attacking candidates, those might be the candidates that you want to check out because my gut visceral response is they probably represent parents' rights. They probably represent elevating education outcomes instead of you know social justice outcomes. Um, he is State Representative Brian Lorenz. He's a Republican from Powell, and uh, this is his maiden voyage on The Bruce Woolley Show. But uh, I would venture to guess that you'll be back. Uh, will you come back and join us soon? Oh, anytime you'll have me. I, uh, I'm, like, I'm a big fan of yours and Bruce's and uh, was fortunate, actually, to talk on the uh, issue one in August. Uh, and, uh, yeah, anything I can do to help or answer questions, I pride myself on accessibility. So I'm grateful for the forum. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, State Representative Lorenz. Uh, and thank you for listening to The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. It's been a great day. Uh, big thank you to Molly Dreyer, Sunbury City Council candidate, U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Marino, Chairman of the Ohio Republican Party, Alex Triantafilu, Galena City Council candidate Mike Fry, of course, State Senator Andrew Brenner, and we just got off the line with State Representative Brian Lorenz. Uh, fantastic show today. Thursday, we're lining up Congressman Warren Davidson and Ohio Auditor of State Keith Faber. I will be back with you tomorrow, Wednesday. We're definitely going to talk more about Issue 1, the half-truths and errors of omission in the AP article on Issue 1. Thanks again for listening to The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, and I'll catch you tomorrow.